Yo, what's going on, everybody? Hopefully, you guys are all doing well. It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Monday, May 18th. 18th, believe it or not. Wow, it's crazy that the days are flying by that quickly. Um, yeah, I'm trying to go today without a hat. We're going to see how long this lasts because it kind of gets super annoying to me when my hair gets all floppy and like in my face. Um, I find myself frequently getting very flustered at home and then I'll realize the reason why I'm so mad is just because my hair is in my face. And so I go put a hat on and I feel like suddenly a lot better. So um, we'll see how long that lasts. I got a hat there behind me just in case. Uh, let's see who's here. Uh, Kevin Scott's here. What's going on? Nico DeSimone. Good to see you again. CJ Cruz. Just getting off work, he says. Go for a run. Awesome. Can you catch the video afterwards? Very cool. Thanks for stopping by before you head out. Um, JC8489 says, at work, but I'm here. What's going on? Good to see you again. Stevie76, Key for Vacation, Joe Nisak. Super Schmoes, just got back from a nice two-miler. Awesome. It's turning into a pretty nice day outside today. Still weird fog in Chicago, though. But um, he says, very bright out. Doesn't seem to be too windy. Um, pretty nice day. Cody Davis says, hey, what's up? Martha says, yo, what's going on? Hi, everyone. Hi to you, too. Uh, Greg says, just watching the president. This is more informative. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny, you know, people have been like starting to talk, I mean, with, I guess with like everything kind of starting to reopen countries, states, regions, borders, all sorts of things, like at least thinking about change, if not going into change, people have asked me, you know, like what happens to these conversations or when do they stop or whatever. And I'm thinking, you know, the president already stopped his daily live stream. So, um, but maybe when like the, our governor stops doing a daily live stream. So he still does a daily, Governor Pritzker still does a daily live stream, right? I'm going to call them daily live streams from now on instead of press conferences. <laughs> uh, I, that, that's more entertaining to me. I think that makes more sense. But uh, maybe once those stop, then these will stop. And I don't know what happens after that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to there. Um, David Borg says, hey. Namitz Game says, evening from the UK. What's going on over there? Francesco De Cesare says, hi. Awesome. Mark Trujillo says, listening to you at work now. Took your morning live stream with me on the run this morning. Cool. Well, you're getting a double dose today. Mark, I've seen you a lot. Um, thanks for showing up. And uh, I'm, I'm surprised that you're not sick of me yet. Um, but trying to keep things fresh. And in that vein, I guess I'll introduce today's theme, which is the Monday mukbang. Or if you saw the thumbnail, the Monday mukbang. Because today I'm going with three very appetizing looking. And I know you guys can't see it on the podcast, but there's three uh fake chicken patties so uh that's what i'm going to be eating today normally i eat them as sandwiches i usually have them as like snacks like in between meal snacks and i'll uh, make one and like put it on some toast with just some uh, the way i normally eat them is mayonnaise spicy mustard and cheese and then on two slices of bread and i'll just have that as a snack with maybe some carrots or um some chips or uh crisps if you're in england um on the side and I'll have that kind of like in between lunch and dinner a lot of the time. I normally don't like fake food. I don't like like turkey bacon. I don't like turkey bologna. I like when food is food. Food is delicious as food. It's usually the best when it's straightforward. And so like I don't like fake food a lot, but um, these are pretty convenient and they're tasty. And they usually like satisfy a lot of those like snacky kind of cravings. So they hit the spot. So I like them in that regard. And one of my favorite things to eat back when I used to eat meat was like the chicken sandwich from McDonald's, like the McChicken sandwich. It used to be on the dollar menu. So I would get a $1 McChicken sandwich and like a large French fry. That would be like my road trip food. 
Now I get the egg McMuffin, and I just get it without ham or take the ham off, and I eat it with large french fry. So I have like an egg sandwich. But um, these fake chicken sandwiches kind of remind me of that. And uh, so I've been eating a lot of them, but with everything going on, it's hard to get certain ones compared to others. Like I've been doing a lot of Amazon for my grocery shopping. And uh, so, uh, but, so the brand that I normally get isn't available, so I've had to branch out. So I thought I'd let you guys know what I've been eating. So none of these are, are surprises to me. I've eaten them all before. I kind of know what I'm going to think, but I'll show you guys kind of what they look like as we go. But first, let's say hi to everyone else that's here. Jan Arv Christopherson, that is a Norwegian-sounding name, saying hi from Norway. Awesome. Jody Runs is here. Inez Dunbar is here again. Good to see you. Uh, Roni Thomas, his lighting is really good. It's natural light. It's just coming from the window. Natural light's the best light if you can control it. <laughs> Correction says, yo, what's up from DC? Awesome. David Bork says, brought the ride out to after review just now. Awesome. I hope you enjoyed, David. Daniel Cho says, good afternoon from Lincoln Square. Awesome. Which video editing application do I use? I use Final Cut Pro for my running YouTube videos. Jonathan Joggs says, what's going on? It's raining in California. I always think it's funny when people tell me it's raining in California because I always feel like that's a place where it never rains. Joe Nisak says, how many miles do you run a week, Kofuzi? I run anywhere between, these days, 50 and 70 miles a week, depending on how rainy it is. I've been avoiding running in the rain. Normally, I don't mind rain at all, but trying to not like get to um, uh, do anything that would unnecessarily tax the body. So I'm avoiding running in the rain. Instead, I'm hitting the bike. Um, Ricardo Katagiri says, joining from Ed's live stream. Cheers. Awesome. Very cool. Ricky Nip said, what's up? Been looking forward to what's in store today for Mukbang Monday. Yeah. And so the thing with Mukbang Monday, the reason why there's all the apostrophes, isn't it, is for like brands like all these. So like this is one, for example. Um, the U.S., most people in the U.S. care very little about food or what goes in their food or where it comes from. But when it comes to their meat, they're very particular. You can't call it chicken. Um, if there's not chicken in it. And so that's why there's these apostrophes, or sometimes you'll see like a Z at the end of word, like wings, like wings will frequently be like W-Y-N-G-Z. And not necessarily because it's not chicken, but because it's not technically a wing. If like it's meat that's like been centrifuged out like a chicken nugget and then formed into the shape of a, like a wing or like a wing, like popcorn chicken kind of thing, and you call it a wings, you can't call it wings because it's not a wing, that there's like, Tight it's like one of the few ways that meat is regulated in the U.S. It's strange that that's like that's the line, um, but yeah. So that's where the apostrophes come from. Nico De Simone said with a super chat, thank you so much. Says just to support the channel. It's crazy time, empty roads and long hair. <laughs> Obviously, mustache. Hi from Italy. Well, hi, hi to you in Italy as well. Uh, I hear things are going better there, so I'm very very happy to hear that. And thank you so much for the super chat. Um, so let's uh, let's dive into. The, I'll dive into the first one. Side this garden one up. This is the brand that um, I'm most able to find online for to get like delivered or with like Amazon delivery or like the Amazon Prime or Fre Amazon Fresh delivery. Um, of these three that are here, it is this lightest one and it is the thickest, but it is the one that annoys me the most because all these other ones ha at least have instruction for microwave cooking. This doesn't. This wants you to cook it in the microwave for 20 minutes, uh, cook it in the oven for 20 minutes, which I'm like, that makes it not convenient anymore. But like the texture, it looks like chicken. I'm not gonna say it tastes like chicken, but the consistency is pretty good, and the breading's pretty nice on it too. So it tastes the best, but it's also the least convenient. And so whenever we get these, we get their um, the same brand of 
um, Gardein. Um, we have the same brand of like veggie burgers from them too, and it's the same thing. They're not that convenient. You have to like cook them in the oven. It takes forever, but it's tasty. So yeah, Jeff Elliott says they are best in the oven. I would agree with that. Um, if you can spare the time for it, because it takes like 20 minutes. So that's the thing I don't like about it, but it's pretty good. And I'm hungry. I didn't eat very much of a lunch today, knowing that I'd be eating a lot today. And normally, I, you know, I eat them a little bit differently than this. I usually don't just like eat it on a fork, but pretty good. <laughs> Farah Escaloni says, hey, Michael, happy Monday, everyone. And with fall races probably getting canceled, are you going to do longer long runs? I'm torn on what to do with Chicago training or wait until they cancel the race. Um, I think that I'll do longer long runs eventually. I'll, I'm getting back into it. Uh, I've been doing doubles on Sunday. Um, I'm running like, you know, about nine or 10 miles before the morning live stream and then running another five or so afterwards. I might, you know, increase that to another five or so afterwards uh, to make it 20 for the day another five or so afterwards so like 10 and 10 something like that um so i might do some longer runs i mean i'm the mileage is still pretty high so i feel like you know in that situation um that puts me in a pretty good position like if all of a sudden races do come back um or th races don't get canceled i can quickly adapt and just make those you know two shorter runs into a long run and feel like i, I could pick up and escalate quickly from there but my main concern uh, during these times is to just maintain like a level of being ready to get ready to train kind of thing, right? So like off-season mode, if you want to talk about it that way, that's kind of the approach that I've been taking. I don't think a lot of the big races will go on. I think a lot of short, small races might happen. Those will be like the experiments, you know, like a 5K or a charity walk or something like that. And I don't know if it means like, you know, um, the medals get handed to you like in a cellophane wrapper or something or they're all like there's like a big christmas tree of medals and you just go grab one at the end of the race i don't know i don't know how you do that i don't know how you do like bibs and stuff unless it's like bib check pickup is like outside somehow i don't know so uh i i don't envy the job of race directors coming up in the next several months like it's a double whammy it sucked when all the races got canceled for race directors and runners too but race directors um, but it's going to really suck when you try to actually like do the races now. Cause it's just a, it's like talk about walking into a buzzsaw. Like if you're a race director, people will be very thankful later that they were able to do the race, but during it, they're just, everyone's going to complain. Hopefully people will go into it with more gratitude, but I just, people are going to complain and talk about how it's weird and different and how they, you're not doing it right. And it's, you know, strange. And that's, that's how it's going to, be people are going to be mad um so i don't envy race, race directors hopefully the transition goes smoother though um let's see ricky nip says what's up been looking forward to what's in, oh for today for mukbang monday i think i already read that one but uh martin lancer hi from germany kofuzi late night show late night with kofuzi i like that i like that um joe nasek says you actually said my last name right wow awesome hopefully i said it right the second time too Hmm. Alfredo Pliego says, hey, Kofuzi, do you know something about the Saucony Ride 13? I don't know anything about it. Um, I'd like to know if it's going to get power run treatment. That'd be interesting. And I've kind of been waiting for that. Um, but we'll see. I keep, I keep saying that I'm going to ask someone that I know about it, but um, 
I'll, ma I'll make sure to do that today. I'll ask and see if anyone knows anything. Uh, my mom says, hello from New Jersey, and she's running six miles every morning, five times a week. She's putting in the miles. She's doing it. She was getting ready for, mom, was it a 10-mile race or a half? It was a 10-mile race, I think, that she was getting ready for, and that got, you know, obviously canceled. So that's a bummer. All right, we're going to try the next one, this really dark red one. It's the one from Boca. That's this one here, Boca. Originally, I mean, they used to be synonymous with veggie burgers. Like, Boca burgers were, like, the only kind of burgers that you could get. This one's a little bit thinner. This one does have microwave instructions, but I baked all these at the same temperature. This one has probably the most like chickeny flavor. It's also a spicy one. Now these other brands also have spicy variants too. We, I think that the Boca chicken patty comes in a regular flavor, but I like the spicy and I, that's, this is what I had in the house. <laughs> Correction says, where's the hype rice with the chicken patties? I should have done that. Where were you guys before this? You should have reminded me that I need hype rice with chicken. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, TJ Emron signed, says he's signed up for the Coca Dona 250 presented by Avarepa Running. Aravepa. I can never say that right. Um, oh, wow. It's interesting. We must still be going. Yeah, you know, like, it's, it's a weird situation where it's, it's like some places in the country and some places in the world are just going to be like, yeah, we're going to have a race. Why not? But I'm in Chicago where there's really high density, um, and it's very different than, I think, a lot of the people uh, situation. And so, like, it's hard for me to imagine that. And so maybe that's skewing my, like, outlook on things as well. But I hope that race goes. That's cool. I had a... Um, I was going to try and sign up for a 50K in June. Um, but I don't know if that's going to go. And even if it does, I'm not sure I want to do it. Um, let's see. <laughs> Stevie Six says, Weird Al Yankovic says, eat it. Yeah. That was um, one of the first music videos that I was like, I like this format. I like music videos. And I'm like, and he spent all this money to make a joke video? I don't understand, but I like it. Like, that was like, when I thought, like, I knew TV could be funny, like a comedy, but that's when I knew, like, that's what was, like, first exposure to, like, parody that I can remember. He's a smart guy. <laughs> hmm. Ricardo Katagiri asked a great questions. Would you use any of these chicken patties for katsu curry? That's a great question. Um... Yeah, I think that these would all be good options if you did the baking option, if the baking route. Um, some of the ones that you can microwave, I mean, you, could, you can microwave anything, um, but the ones that have microwave directions, those tend to get a little bit soggy on one side, the side that was microwaved on the plate. And so that would not be that pleasant to eat as katsu, but um, if you bake them, then they get a little bit crispy on the outside, then I think they'd be pretty good options for it. They're not gonna have um, the same like, crunchy bite as like something that's like freshly ground like uh, freshly uh, fried uh, you know like panko breadcrumbs or breadcrumbs on a piece of pork but um, I think it could be pretty tasty the first time I ever had katsu was in Korea uh, with my uncles and I was like this is amazing food and that's when I realized all my favorite Korean food is not actually Korean food <laughs> so like my favorite Korean foods are usually like Chinese Korean food or Japanese Korean food or 
Yeah, yeah, Japanese Korean food. Kind of like a lot of people in the U.S., their favorite like Italian foods are probably Italian American foods. <laughs> My favorite Korean foods are like Korean versions of like Chinese dishes and Japanese dishes. That's just gonna, I guess, what I grew up eating. Um, Rocky Adwar says hello from England. Awesome. So this Boca chicken one, um, it's spicy. The spice is good on it. Um, the texture, it's a little bit denser. It's a thinner patty, so like you're, it's not as like I think satisfying visually and like eating it. It just feels like a thinner patty, but it's tasty. The spice is pleasant, not too spicy, and I like this one. Going in for a third bite because I'm hungry and this is tasty. <laughs> Simon Parker says, second half of an Ed Bud Kufuzi Monday evening double bill. I kind of like that. Like two hours of late night in a row. I think this is a, this is a good this is a good thing developing here, I think. <laughs> Steve says, I listen to you more than my wife. Might be heading for a divorce. Sixth anniversary today. Um, well, happy anniversary to you. And, you know, you should probably listen to your wife more than me. Um, but... Uh, I'm glad you're here, Steve. I've been seeing you here in a lot of the in the um, live streams, and I'm glad to have you. Uh, Simon Parcher says, oh, no, I already got that one. KJ Mark 8773 says, last year I bought a pair of wall hair clippers and cut my own hair last Friday. So what did you do with them the entire last year since the time you bought them till now? And he says, one of the best purchases I've made. I'm assuming you've been cutting it, but you most recently cut it, like, last Friday. Yeah, I mean, I used to, from like 1993 till about the year like 2000, I cut my own hair almost every single time. Um, you know, you know, high school uh, kid that loved playing basketball, that's like what you did. You played basketball, you watched uh, NBA on TNT, and um, cut your own hair, I guess. It was part of the cult, it was like a part of the culture. It was like a thing that you did. Uh, but... My hair just gets, I mean, it just gets everywhere when there's like clippers. I, I don't say much when I'm in the barber's chair. The thing that I probably say, the mo I probably spend more time apologizing about how my hair is going to be everywhere or how my, my hair is everywhere uh, or that it's going to take forever to clean it up whenever I sit in the barber's chair. Like then I st spend talking about anything else or anything else like combined. <laughs> Um, Jeff Ellie says, we love the Morningstar buffalo chicken patties. Yeah, this is the, I'll go with the third one now. This is this one here. This is the Morningstar. Um, this is just the regular flavor. The buffalo is, I think, a little bit better, but we had the, the regular flavor in our house at the moment. And that is my favorite one. That's the one that I eat the most often. It has, because um, I have like a, a nice system with it. This is tasty. And I'll say that the Morningstar one has probably the best crust texture, the outside texture. The interior texture is okay. It tastes a little dried out. It tastes kind of like a really crappy chicken, breaded chicken patty, which is kind of like the flavor profile I'm looking for in a product like this. But the way that I normally eat these, and this is the Morningstar, they don't, call, they don't go with the apostrophe on this. They don't go with like the C-H-I-K apostrophe N. They just call it chick patties, C-H-I-K. Um, so that's how they get around the regulatory issues there. And um, the way I do it is I microwave it for 90 seconds in the microwave. That's 
happens to be about how long our toaster is set. So I put two pieces of toast bread in the toaster, the microwave goes, everything gets ready like in 90 seconds and I'm eating while well, I put cheese mayonnaise and spicy mustard on it and then I'm eating in like two minutes. Convenience foods. I don't, I mean, I think I do eat a lot of convenience foods, but this is one that I particularly enjoy. I like this one a lot. <laughs> but that's my favorite. And this is good. Oh man, this is a good one. This, this week's mukbang, I'm going to have no ill side effects from. This is just tasty food and I'm hungry. <laughs> Shannon Side says, what happened to hat hair? Did you get a haircut? I didn't get a haircut. I just today, after my shower, I didn't do anything to my hair. I didn't put a hat on. And I thought I'd go with it and see how I feel about it. But it's starting to get, I don't know. It's starting to get annoying. I've got the hat ready. I think, I'm, I think it's time to put it on because it's just, uh, it just gets in my way. And I felt like I was, I was kept, kept touching it. And I don't, I don't like to have to keep touching it. Um, Jody Run says, don't you think it's ironic that vegans are developing meat alternatives that taste similar texture and look of real meat? Um, I don't think it's ironic. I think it's very natural that uh, it's getting developed that way. And I think that um, I like these. I mean, if they had very different textures, I think I'd be okay with it too, as long as it had some sort of like patty type texture um, that didn't fall apart and was like a little bit salty and a little bit savory. And so like some bean patties that I've had, they fall apart and that's just not that very good. Um, and I, don't, I, th I think there's like two main target demographics for this. One is for the people that like, I think um, are transitioning to this lifestyle and are having a hard time like figuring out how to eat all the time. And sometimes you just get home from a late day, long day of work and you just wanna eat something fast and convenient. And you're accustomed like from like culturally or habitually to just, you know, maybe you would have had a burger that night um, or maybe you would have had like, I don't know, some sort of like cold cut sandwich or something or like leftover chicken like in a sandwich um, or pulled pork, that kind of thing. This is like a suitably convenient alternative to that. Um, the other is, I think there's a social aspect to it too, where maybe not so much with these chicken patties, but I know that for a lot of like, my nieces and nephews have all kind of uh, been very curious about vegetarianism, but being vegetarian in rural Iowa is kind of a difficult thing to do from an options perspective, but I think also from a social perspective as well. And so like, I know that like, you know, when my mother-in-law has a big cookout and she's like trying to like, you know, cater to everybody. Cause that's, she's, she's, she's the mama hen and she wants to make sure everyone's taken care of and um, feels accommodated towards, you know? And so she's like, has everyone's favorite thing. And then she's like, and what do you and, and your wife want to eat her daughter? You know? And they're like, we're, we're like, whatever, we're, we're good, we'll just have beans, you know? And she's like, no, 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 we'll get you something. So we tell her, you know, the, the Morningstar, like veggie burgers, those, are, those will do great, put them on the grill for us, you know? So, um, you know, so that's, uh, that's how we do it. Uh, that's why they exist. And so like, you know, I think that, um, I hope that it helps people like kind of like stick with something that they're curious about trying, but maybe are like, uh, la have the lack of like, I guess, vocabulary to eat all the time uh, and live a regular life at the same time. So I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I don't like the trend where everything's fake something else, but you know, uh, having a little bit of it, everything in, in moderation, you know. Jonathan Jogg says, Morningstar is the most convenient. I, I would agree with that. That's, um, 
I, I mean, it seems to be everywhere. It seems, I don't know what the market share is like, but like everywhere I go, it seems to be, I can, I can even get it in rural Iowa. And so like, I feel like in terms of market share and like distribution, they must be doing pretty good. And I think it's a pretty good product. Um, Kiefer Vacation says, man, you hit the nail on the head with that comment, nutrition is an afterthought here. Um, yeah. Um, Jason Matthews says, that food is bomb. Much love from Ohio. Awesome. Glad to have you guys here. Have you noticed any increased subs since COVID? I've noticed there was a big drop in viewership. Subscribers kind of like uh, were still increasing, uh, but at a decreased rate. And subscribership uh, or viewership dropped and uh, ad revenue dropped quite a bit. Since then, um, everything's picking up. I'd say I'm on an upswing. I'm, on a, I'm certainly on an upswing from like rolling 28 from like the last 28 days ago, but I would say from like 60 days ago, things are um, increasing. So good, um, I guess. Things are good. Um, let's see. Uh, Ryan Val says, glad I'm watching this episode after lunch. Otherwise, I'd just be hungry talking about food. That tends to happen. Every time I see food, I eat. I mean, like, you know, that seafood diet thing. But if I, I mean, I'm very highly suggestible when it comes to being hungry. If I see a picture of food, I got to eat something. Hansel says, I work for Amazon Fresh Delivery at Whole Foods. So I pack all the orders and a lot of people buy that particular brand. I could see that. I could see that. Awesome. Well, hope you get, hope you're staying safe, staying safe, being a, uh, Amazon Fresh delivery person at Whole Foods. Um, Jeff says, plus we're all home all day so we can take 20 minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you could take 20 minutes for the, the patty, but it's, um, the 20 minutes seems like a long time. The funny thing about it is all three of these, they all have baking instructions too, and they all have different lengths of time and temperatures that they need to be baked at. But I'm just like, man, aren't, aren't you getting a little bit picky there? I kind of cook everything at 400 degrees in my oven if it's not, even foods that I'm roasting, I think it's a good roasting temperature, but like for things that I'm reheating too, I don't know why things shouldn't be at 400 degrees, but maybe, what do I know, I guess. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, Shannon Sai says, um, I'm so happy you're doing these reviews. I haven't gone completely meatless, but use as many plant-based substitutes. Hope you spend more time on this topic. Awesome, cool. Well, I think um, I'm kind of doing it like tongue in cheek a little bit, but I also feel like you know, like with the gels, with these like veggie patties, I just feel like it's not something I want to make like a YouTube video about, but I think it's kind of like fun conversation starters for the live stream. So I think it's kind of fun to sprinkle it in there and kind of have it as like the, the gimmick of this ep of today's episode. But I think hopefully it's some interesting information for, for you. I don't know, I, I can't see where the comment is now. I'm kind of like lost in the queue here, but someone was like, um, chicken like veg vegan or vegetarian chicken patties with hype rice katsu and katsu that's a pretty good combo i like that as well so someone was saying that they can't uh use their uh their like their hyper ice massage gun anymore without seeing hype rice and then like it's i don't know it's i don't know if my phone's listening and it could tell that i am thinking about hyper ice or maybe i've been looking at ads for hype rice more but like ever since we've been talking about it a little bit more frequently lately in these live streams, I'm getting a lot more targeted ads on Instagram for the hype rice, what, like whatever hype rice, I'm saying it hype rice, whatever hyper ice is promoting in terms of their Instagram account. Um, yeah, I keep getting seeing ads for it. And I even like, I mean, I'm, I'm now at the point, well, I, I kind of have been like semi trolling them, 
But I, I keep saying hyper ice, hype, hype rice instead of hyper ice in all my comments anytime it comes up as a promoted Instagram post. Frank LaHulia asks a good question that I was doing a lot of thinking about um, just yesterday is if I did an ultra, what do you think I'd want to eat during the race? Um, pizza and bean tacos. Those, that's what I'd want to eat. Um, the way that I make my bean tacos is um, what my friend who lives in Austin now, but he used to live in Chicago with me and my running buddy. We all went to law school together. And um, we were up in Minneapolis on a, on a kind of like a, a, a boys weekend. And um, he, on the first day that we got there for the weekend, he's like, um, he had, what is that dish called? It's the Ethiopian dish that looks kind of like a, a giant Hershey kiss, but it's like terracotta. He had made like beans in one of those, like a giant thing of beans in it. And I was like, that's a lot of beans, man. He's like, these are for fridge tacos. And I'm like, well, what's fridge tacos? So what he did was when we got there, he took all like the beans, put them inside tortillas and just like kind of cooked them up like you would cook up like a quesadilla. And then uh, he made like 40 of them, like just a, like a like a nine by like a casserole dish filled like with like like slices of like these little bean tacos. And he put them in the fridge and he's like, these are fridge tacos. And I'm like, why are they fridge tacos? He goes, wait till tomorrow morning or wait till we get back home late in the morning after we go out and he's like then you'll understand and so when we got back we were like oh we're so hungry and we're like fridge tacos and so um that's uh something that i'd want to have you can eat them cold you can eat them hot put some hot sauce on them if you wanted to i probably wouldn't do that during an ultra but that's something that i think would travel well i could probably just like have a pocket full of like bean tacos like that's the thing that i like about the the prospect of ultra running is that it can combine like comical food, like carrying, like food hoarding, which I've been accused of being a food hoarder many times. Um, I could be a food hoarder and a runner at the same time, like combine those two weird like facets of my life. Cause I feel like there's no, there's, I mean like, if you're like an elite ultra runner, yes, there are certain like things that one does or doesn't do. But like just the fact that like Coca-Cola, like flat Coca-Cola is like, um, is a, a drink of choice for many ultra athletes, I think just says a lot about the sport. And I think that might be like, it might be one of those things where I might be secretly really good at that. I don't know if like being able to stomach like a large amount of calories while you're running a long distance, if those are like the two main qualities of being a good ultra runner, I mean, there's a lot of other qualities that you need, like not getting lost in the woods is probably another one, which I don't have that quality, but like, you know, I think I could be secretly good. It's like when you look at someone and you're like, you know, when you find someone that's really good at some obscure thing and you're like, wow, how did they find that? How did they like match themselves up with that really obscure talent? And can you imagine a world if like, I don't know, like if uh, Kipchoge never ran and he was just like a goat farmer, you know, and you, you would never know, but it would just be this dude that was like, oh, look, he's running after his goats again, that guy, you know? Um, it's just one of those things and maybe like one day it clicked and he became a runner and maybe one day it'll click and I'll be able to be a fantastic ultra runner because I can run with bean tacos and not have a stomach ache. I don't think it's that simple, but <laughs> that was a long, long soliloquy. I apologize for that. <laughs> um, 
Running with Pizza's Yo Kapuzi speed date tomorrow and adding the Mizuno Hitagami 4s back into the mix. Only have 65 miles on them since 2019. Norlim and Kimbara is on speed day. Going light. Awesome. That is a shoe that I've never seen in person before. Cool. Very cool. Very cool, Pete. Um, yeah, Jeff Elliott says, and going back to like um, like the social aspect of these like meat replacements, is saying like being able to order a Beyond or Impossible Burger while you're out with friends is super convenient. I think so. And it just draws less attention to yourself, you know? Because um, I feel like a lot of vegetarians like get accused, very rightfully so, of being like preachy about being vegetarian or vegan. And, you know, sometimes you just want to be like, you know, I, I'm not making a big deal of it. Can I just eat something here? Um, you know, instead of being like, can I have a plate full of weird side dishes? You know, you can actually like eat a sandwich and that's kind of nice uh, to do. It's tasty as well. Um, Nadine Radnev says, what's a good everyday runner? I can't choose between the Adidas Boston 8 and Pegasus Turbo 2. I think the Boston 8 is the better choice. Maybe you can suggest any other shoes. I think if you're looking at those, I would probably also look at the Kinvara 11. That's a shoe that I really like right now. Uh, I also think that you might like um, the Beacon 2. Although the Beacon 3 is coming out very soon. So that's the thing about that. But that's another one I might look at. Uh, as usual says, I've been breading my own, and here is comments keep getting cut off. I think it's because your username is so long. Um, but uh, the comments caught up, but he says he's been breading his own veggie patties, and it's changed his life. Uh, and he says texture is a super important part of food. Yeah, it is. I would, I, I like the idea of making my own veggie patties, but I don't know that I could, like, that seems like a lot of work. It seems like the op, I, I, I turn to these veggie patties as convenience foods, and making them myself seems the opposite of convenience foods. But it would ensure that I know exactly what's going in them and I can control that kind of stuff. I'm, in, I'm intrigued by the idea. Um, yeah. Um, Frank Lujulier says, Ed Bud changed his mind about the Nova Blast. Need to get Kofuzi on board. Um, I was going to run in them today, and I changed my mind at the last minute and ran in the Freedom 3s today because I'm trying to give those one more shot. I'd like to get that, like, done. I'd like to be done with that shoe. Um, and I'm at, like, 75 miles. I'm at about 85 miles in it now. But it been, I think it has been giving me problems. I'm not sure. So I wanted to run in it again today to see if that's true or not because I'm feeling better now because uh, I had that weird kind of, like, knee-shin issue thing going on. So I feel better now, and I ran in it today, and... There were times where I was like, yeah, this is the shoe that's giving me the problem. And other times I was like, no, I feel fine. I don't know what I was talking about. So I don't know. I think I'll need to get it to 100 miles, that Freedom 3. Then I can focus more attention on some other shoes. Plus, I do plan on, I have some things planned that I'll be running in the Nova Blast later this week anyway. So I was like, maybe I'll sprinkle that Freedom 3 in there a little bit. Um, let's see. All right. Um, Jeff Elliott says, I have a Trader Joe's Super Burrito, which is great cold, in my drop bag during 50K. It was delicious. Really? That's interesting. Um, for those of you have, who have run ultras before, what is like some of the weirder things that you've found, like, but that actually work? That's something that I'd like to know. Let me know in the comments. Like, what are some like weird foods you've seen? Because I'm thinking like, you know, I would really like, I like cold pizza. I like room temperature pizza. And I'm thinking, like, if I had to run a self-supported 50K, which I'm thinking about doing, um, 
what food do I want to bring and how do I pack it with me? I'm like, do I just throw a couple of slices of pizza in a Ziploc bag and put it in the back of my pack? I'm like, if I run like that, how smushed is it going to be like 20 miles in? But then again, if it's a 50K, I don't need, I don't need to bring like a three-course meal, you know? But I'm not going to be going, trying to go super fast. I'm just going to be going slower. So, um, you know, maybe I will like stop and smell the roses and eat some pizza. I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's see. Let, Martha says, a friend who runs ultras loves cold baked yams or regular potatoes. I've heard about that. Cold yams actually sounds, like cold baked yams, actually sounds pretty appetizing to me. Like, I've thought about that, like, during a run before, and I'm like, yeah, I think I could do that. I think I could eat. Like, I don't, here, here's the ultimate question, though. Do you squeeze it out like a gel? Like, if it's baked, like, if you roasted it in a fire or, like, baked it in an oven, you could probably, if you cut the top off, squeeze it out of the skin, Right? I wonder if you could. I wonder if you could eat it that way, or if the skin would just rupture after a while. <laughs> um, Twelve says, "I remember Courtney Dalwalter saying she ate quesadillas." See, I think I would want something really fatty and satisfying, like food craving satisfying, like like hungover foods is what I would want to eat. I guess maybe not too heavy. Like I don't know if I'd want like a full-on burrito, but like bean tacos I could do. Quesadillas I think I could do. Um, Frank LaHulia says he's scared of the pickle juice thing. I've heard good things about it. It makes sense to me. If you like pickles, I think that's a good way to go. Um, let's see. <laughs> Cody says a friend of mine ran a 10K with a burrito in his pocket and ate it when he crossed the finish line. Is there like a race photo with like the burrito, like the like eating a burrito or like holding the burrito in the air? That'd be pretty funny. But why would you bring it for, I mean, that's got to be for the comedic value to bring a 10K burrito to a 10K. Um, Martha says, Dean Karnes orders pizza to upcoming coordinates, folds it, and he eats them whole like that. Ah, that sounds amazing. That's, wow. That's got to be Domino's ordering, doing that, right? Because only Domino's would, uh, like, really do that. Or I guess if, like, if you're somewhere that has ultras going through it or nearby, they probably, like, know to expect that and, and can accommodate that. But that sounds amazing. Like, Hey, can you deliver a pizza to this point on the trail in about 45 minutes from now? Give or take how fast I run the next couple of miles. That that like can you imagine being like just a pizza guy on the other end getting that phone call? Does he he call does he call it in? Does he like is Dean Carnassus like on the phone? Can you imagine if you're like you're running in an ultra and you're like I've been training my I've been training my butt off for this race and I'm running and look who I'm near. I'm near Dean Carnassus. And you're like feeling like super strong. And this guy just casually whips out a phone and starts ordering a pizza. Can you imagine how that would make you feel if you were running by him? <laughs> that'd be so. That'd be like if I were like running and I just had like a fork and a knife and I was just like, "Hey, what's going on? Enjoying the trail today?" I'm just eating like a vegetarian chicken sandwich. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have to do this. I don't know. <laughs> Jody Run says, pickle juice, Anzac biscuits. I don't know what that is. Salted potatoes, that sounds good. Baby food, yeah. Most stations are well stocked with food. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like those kinds of things where it's like kind of like you come in and then use like a weird like buffet of strange snacks. Like I'm intrigued by that. I think like the first time I run like a an ultra where that's like a thing. I'm going to spend a lot of time looking around and just like watching what other people are doing. 
I'm not gonna have a very fast race. <laughs> I'm just so intrigued by it. I, I definitely I gotta get once once races come back. I'm gonna I'm gonna travel somewhere, try and do some sort of trail ultra where the focus will be the food. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a shirt. I'm here for the food. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> um, yeah, Cody Davis says yeah. There's a photo with the friend uh, crossing the line with a burrito. That's amazing. That's that's commitment. That's commitment to the joke. And what was the time? That's I guess that's like the final real question about that. John Bohart says, I know a buddy who would smash up Lay's chips and add water into a plastic bag and eat that to get the sodium. Oh. I mean, I guess that's kind of like eating, like it'd be kind of like eating um, like dehydrated mashed potato flakes. Have you guys ever seen that? Like it'd be like eating that, but in a slurry. I think that would be gross. Yeah, LOL Monster 87 says yuck. That's what I say. But I mean, if it works for him. Um, Frank Lujuli say, the spring energy wolf packs taste like oatmeal mixed with applesauce. That sounds delicious. I want to eat that. I want to have that just for breakfast. Sounds good. Um, okay, Martha says, Tina has a support team call. He's a great guy, humble and hilarious. I met him where we performed music and he was also a guest presenter. That's so cool, that's so cool. That guy seems so intense. Like, it doesn't seem like he'd be funny. You know, but the fact that he does things like that that are funny is uh, amazing. It's like adds to the legend of Dean Carnassus, you know? <laughs> Ted, and, Ted and Ruth says, Rucksack is getting heavier by the minute. Take as much as you like. <laughs> um, Jeff Elliott says he likes spring energy stuff. The Canterbury tastes like a strawberry fruit roll-up. Yeah, I like the Canterbury as well. It's tasty. It, I just feel like it just feels like fruit puree, which is nice. Which then makes me think, I think fruit puree would be cheaper. But it's a little bit thicker. There's not as much liquid as fruit puree, which is a hard combination of words to say. Um, and so there's definitely some extra value in that. And I think that it's just more nutrient or calorie dense, I think, of a, of a gel than fruit puree would be. I know occasionally, um, whenever, like my wife just like, will like buy the go-go squeezes. I don't know if you guys have those where you are, but they're basically like uh, little pouches of applesauce or sometimes other, they make vegetable ones too, but, or, or like, so my favorite is the strawberry apple ones. And sometimes the girls love it and we can't get enough of it in the house. And sometimes the girls like won't touch it and we'll just have like a bunch of it laying around. Whenever that happens, I might grab a couple for a long, if I have like a long easy run, I might grab a couple. Cause those are tasty to have. Um, Martha says, y'all will love Dean K's book, Road to Sparta. Beautifully written, inspiring and great running book. You know, I never really considered it before. I know he he's written many books or has been the subject of many books. But um, now that I know he has his team order pizza uh, for him to eat ahead of time, I'm now intrigued by this man. I mean, the fact that he can run the way he runs is phenomenal. That was not enough for me to be intrigued about his books. The fact that he also like will order pizzas in the middle of a race. I'm sold now. That'll be my next book that I read. What is it? Road to Sparta. All right, that's it. <laughs> um, Jody Run says, normally you have crew for longer events and they will get you to unusual food such as McDonald's or hot pizza, etc." Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, I don't know that I want to do anything that's going to really require a crew. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I've lost the internet. Uh, okay. Sorry, I'm back. The internet just dropped out for a second there. Um, sorry about that. Um, 
but it's about time to wrap it up anyhow. But yeah, I don't, I don't know that I like, uh, I think I, I, I would have a hard time. I'd be very bashful about asking people to crew me for a race. I think maybe if I like worked up to like something that was that long enough, but it, it would feel like a really big imposition to have someone be like, Hey, can you like get me things as I go, oh man, lost the internet again. All right, we're back. I'm going to wrap it up. But I'll just say, like, for a longer crew, I think it would be, I'd feel like I'd be burdening people to ask me to crew a race. But maybe if I build up to it. So anyway, uh, I think that's a good signal. Internet dropped twice in the last minute. So this is a good time for me to get going. Uh, thanks, everyone, for checking in on the Monday mukbang or the Monday mukbang with the fake uh, chicken patties. Hopefully, you guys thought that was interesting. If not interesting, at least comical a little bit. Hopefully both. But um, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, I'll be on Instagram at 6 a.m. Or I'll be back here uh, for another Trivia Tuesday um, here tomorrow, YouTube, 3 p.m. Central Time in Chicago. So um, glad to see you guys. Hope you guys are staying safe out there on your runs. And I will see you in the next one. Take care.